Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. This is really fitting because in Western astrology, the sun is in the zodiac sign of Taurus. And Taurus is all about beautification. It's all about Mm -hmm. pleasure. It's all about like those Venusian qualities and attributes. And I think that's what you do. Like you're a living Venusian. So you see these things, specifically RVs, and you beautify them. So it's such a gift. Interesting. you're sharing with the world as you do that process and excited to see what else unfolds. Well, I appreciate that. Makes me really happy. It really warms my heart that my community and my friends have been so supportive. Mm. That is what also inspires me. I'm grateful and and thankful that you are loving it as much as I am while I'm doing it. (laughs) It means a lot. It's a beautiful (laughs) turnaround. It's great. All these little stories. But yeah, I definitely get the sense like you're in the grind. Bitch needs to be horizontal, be near a spa. You need to R&R for a minute. Oh, yes, ma'am. That's happening for the next three days. Space Court. Space Court. We invite you to join us on this voyage of exploration, as a bitch shares her personal story of how COVID played a significant role in her life transformation. I'm so glad we're finally having this call. I want to know everything. We would like to introduce a bitch that is a huge fanatic of Bria's life choices. Rachel Villaverde. Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon. Gemini Rising. Bria Holub is here with us. It's a really exciting episode because we're going to be talking about what she does, what keeps her alive. And you have an Instagram, RV and Breathe. That's right. I want to know everything. The Instagram came out six months ago. It was right when I hit the road, but I got my first RV in September. So that's about nine months, I suppose. Oh, so you've been in this grind. Why do I feel like it's, I mean, I'm also terrible with time. I'm in Hawaii. (laughs) We don't really know time. We don't know distance. Oh, girl, RV life is the same. I don't know (laughs) what day it is, hour it is. I don't even know what city I'm in half the time. (laughs) Tell We're me in about an alternate this girl. universe. How did this start? <laughs> September. How did you decide to get an RV? We would like to introduce the brilliant creator of RV and Breathe. Bria Holub. Scorpio Sun. Capricorn Moon. Virgo Rising. COVID hit in March last year. And I had been previously going through a really shitty breakup, more like a traumatizing breakup. And I had put a leave of absence in for work and I had already been self-isolating for months. And the day that my leave of absence was supposed to start was the day that I got laid off from work. Wait, Um, what was work at this time? I was the event director for McMinimins, which is a event space, music venue, restaurants, hotels, pubs, mm-hmm. distillery, winery, brewery, 
a whole host of things. But the goal was like, hey, I've been self-isolating. I need to get on the road. I need to be in a, a good community, connect with old friends. And then it's all halted. And, and the government is saying, no, everyone needs to isolate. Okay, this is a true death sentence for me here. So I took off. I left Portland because it was just not a good space for me to be in. And I have been, you know, kind of quarantining with different friends. And I'd come back to Portland for only maybe a week to 10 days. And I was off on the road again somewhere with the Prius and my tent. I think it's time to also recognize that Asia is a large part of this operation. Asia is (laughs) Priya's dog. What kind of dog is Asia? That's a great question. Wouldn't we all like to know? This bitch is like she's a, a part human bitch. Yeah, one hundred percent. How old is she now? Ah, uh, she just turned twelve. Oh my gosh! Look at that. She doesn't, doesn't look a day over five. Sure doesn't. She keeps it young, just like her mom. We're <laughs> trying. So just Mm -hmm. trying to get myself in a good space, doing things that I love, just exploring and being outdoors. Mm -hmm. Well, September rolls around and I I was like, I think I need a home away from home. For me, for Asia, it was hard on her Mm -hmm. um, because that started to wear on me. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I looked for, I don't know, a week or so and found Large March in Washington. So when you were thinking home away from home, was your first thought like RV? No, it was van for sure. Mm -hmm. And then I discovered that the vans were more expensive than the RVs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, why wouldn't I pay less and get more space? I get a kitchen, a bathroom, everything's already built in. Mm -hmm. That seems a little bit more like a, a winner for me. Yeah. And so I started going the RV route. I had talked to dozens of folks Folks were selling their RVs moments, like minutes before I was like, hey, I'm around the corner. Like they just kept getting sold left and right out from Mm. under me. So I finally see this one in person and I just was like, "Mm, I don't really know about this. Mm. Uh, I wasn't super excited, but I had driven a couple hours north. I had to drag a friend along with me in the event that I did take it so Mm -hmm. she could drive my Prius back. And the air conditioning unit holder was falling off on the drive. I didn't know a lick about RVs before Mm -hmm. and you know the sounds and the noise and you can't drive very fast or it shakes uncontrollably (laughs) and and I'm doing this in the middle of the night Mm. (laughs) I bring large march home at midnight 1 a.m and buyer's remorse started to set in I was like oh no no what did I just do I mean Mm. you may have seen videos or pictures of it it was horrendous Mm. so I got out my tools. I started ripping out carpet. I just didn't want to wake up in the morning feeling Mm. crazy and stressed out of what did I just do? Mm. And I had to get started right away. So doing a manic week long renovation, I didn't Mm. stop. It was, I, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. I Mm. lived and breathed this thing to get it up to par and just to be able to go on the road. So you have renovation experience. It sounds like it was really easy for you to like get tools out. Like these are just what lying around in your Prius or (laughs) know how to renovate shit. I didn't really. I mean, I have a small interior design background. I have, you know, I've been called a little mini MacGyver just 
through the work that I've done in the past. What's some of the work that kind of allowed you to explore some of your MacGyver self? Well, I guess if we want to date back to kind of my first career as Mm -hmm. a professional whitewater rafting guide. Okay. <laughs> Wilderness skills. It's like living off of the land and being you know, just learning to yeah, learning to use what's around. Yeah. Um, so rafting, so working on set as a set designer for film and TV. You just you always have to be ready for something to go wrong and to put out fires and to fix it. Any event planner knows this, any wedding planner knows this. You just have to be resourceful and you can't be afraid to get your hands dirty and just make things work. Somehow, some way. And yeah. without anyone really knowing, because we're behind the scene workers and we produce an experience and yeah. people only see the finished product. Okay. So. so so you use skills that you've acquired over the years. You have a tool set. You don't even sleep the night that you get large Marge. You start tearing her apart and begin yeah. innovation. A week happens and she's up to par. Now what happens? So now I just kind of coast and use her as an adventure vehicle like I had planned. And, you know, October, November rolls around and the weather in Portland starts changing. Mm -hmm. And I could feel a little bit of this trauma that happened the previous years kind of start to settle in again. I'm very much affected by the weather. I get the seasonal depression. I'm recognizing that. Grew up in Iowa. I I lived with it and didn't really know that that was a thing Mm. because I lived in California for, you know, over a decade and sunny all the time. So I started to recognize something was creeping in. I was like, you know what? I am out. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to hit the road. I'm going to adventure. I'm going to see some friends. I'm going to experience Large Marge. And, you know, I had planned to maybe rent her out as an Airbnb, um, you know, on my property or on someone else's property or sell it by another one. I didn't really know. And all of a sudden, uh, over New Year's, I was in Sedona and I was thinking, I wonder if anyone would actually buy this thing. Mm. So I listed it on Craigslist, way overpriced, Mm -hmm. in three different cities. Mm-hmm. in Bend, Phoenix, and LA. Mm-hmm. And the next morning I woke up to hundreds of submissions, people texting me and you know saying, this is way out of my budget, but I just have to tell you, you've done beautiful work. Mm-hmm. So that was really encouraging. And that was what allowed me to just, okay, let's let her go. And mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Who was the but, lucky winner? What city does Large Marge reside in? Well, funny enough, she resides in Berea, California. <laughs> <laughs> Bria's first RV is sold in Berea. I love it. You know I love that shit. Yeah. People, my initials are RV. So when I was starting to follow Bria's RV and breathe, I was like, you know, these are my initials, right? You know, breathing is a thing for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's very personal. It's very personal. It is. And it's funny you brought that to my attention. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> We're meant to do something with this together now. Bitch, don't threaten me with a good time. You know it. You know it. <laughs> it's wow. going to happen. So I had to get a rental car and I had to move out of Large Marge and I guess head north and head back to Oregon, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't really know, but I stopped in Central California. I had to quarantine for a couple of days and it felt weird. It was two days and I was like, yeah, I don't know about this regular car thing. I recognize at that moment, no, I need another RV. 
So within another 48 hours, oh I found God. Skinny Winnie, which was the 1984 Winnebago. And keep in mind, like, you know, this, the industry right now is pretty insane. And so to get someone to respond to you, if you want to buy it, is hard. Anyhow, so I find it south of Bend, Oregon, uh, which is perfect because that's kind of the direction that I was going. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt really confident that this was going to be the one Mm -hmm. and had some of my best friends who live in Bend drive down to meet me there. They drove about just over two hours. You know, once you get there, things look a lot different, you know, Mm -hmm. you just never know what you're going to get. But sure enough, Monty, the cowboy who had been the second owner and he called it the cat cabin. He'd have seven grandkids in it. They'd go fishing, go Uh to Canada, go on to the rogue river. And um, he kept it in like pristine condition. Mm. I was sold on it until we are going to go take a test drive. It's an older vehicle. I've never kind of dealt with those, but the engine wasn't quite starting right away. Made me nervous, but that comes with the territory with some of those older ones. Second purchase, skinny Winnie. Done and done. Give me some logistics here. Like one, I want to know, does anyone with a driver's license have the possibility to drive an RV? And how is it driving an RV? Basically, anyone can drive one. You don't need a commercial driver's license. There's, Isn't that kind uh, of crazy, though? Isn't that kind of yeah. I mean, like really big cars <laughs> and anyone can drive them? Like, you yeah. don't go to any kind of testing of like, oh, you just smashed a bunch of cones because this is not a normal car. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. you ran over a bicyclist, you know? Like, there's or you took no- out a tree because you forget <sighs> the height that you have. <laughs> yep. Or you're hopping curbs because you don't know the turn radius. Mm-hmm. which I've done. Um, <laughs> there's a class A, B, and C RV model. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be fooled. It's just mm-hmm. the way the layout is within the vehicle. Okay. Talk to me about numbers and figures. So how much did you pay for large Marge and how much did you sell her for? Large Marge was $5,000. I definitely should not have paid more than 2000 for her. Now Damn. that I know a thing or two. And then I listed her for 12000 Okay. So. I mean, this is obviously, we're, we're not putting in the expense of your tools and all of the renovation materials and the time, right? So. Well, I put in about 2000 So I, I made. A, what, a two-month grind was that or a two-week grind? She was done in about 10 days. Damn. And then I just enjoyed her. Okay. So I ultimately made about the same as I put in. So then how much did you buy Skinny Winnie for with the weird Same motor? amount. Five grand? <laughs> yeah, 5000 and then I sold it for fifteen. Damn, somebody's getting it. <laughs> and then I brought my expenses down to about 1000 Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. Profit margin a increase. A little bit more of fine-tuning. You know, I kind of know now what to expect and what, what's yeah. needed. And this was at the beginning of the year. Yep, this was... January 15th, I believe. Tell me about some of these adventures in the meantime. Like I'm seeing helicopter rides. I'm seeing motorcycle rides. Like, are you just making a bunch of friends? Are you just now like in a different bracket of money that now allows you all of these things? Like, what's the story with that? Yeah, it's kind of a combination. Um, I have a 
new partner in crime over the last couple months Mm -hmm. that also loves adventure and is a total adrenaline junkie like myself. And so someone comes up with an idea, you know, it's game on. Our first helicopter ride, though, we got for 20 bucks a person. I just had to endure an hour and a half uh, timeshare. Uh, Enough said. Yep. I've never done. But, you know, then we get to the Grand Canyon and it's like, okay, wow. this, I think this is the only way. Helicopters are, I think, always going to be involved now. I mean, but, it's gorgeous footage that you're bringing up. I mean, that's a game changer big time. But like low, right? Because it's not like airplane. You're a human drone, basically. You can feel the earth when you're oh, in it. Like you're connected. Wow. You're connected. You're in it. Um, it's majestic. Mm. Um, and it's relatively affordable, honestly. I didn't even, mm. even think about it, really. Yeah. Um, okay. Good to know. Yeah. So adventures are like woven in between this grind that you're in, this adrenaline, like gonna turn things around. So you bought Skinny Winnie and you sold her. And then... Yeah. So my whole deal with every RV that I will renovate, the deal with myself that I made was that each one of these gets an adventure out of it. Nice. No matter the length of time, whatever, but I am not going to do blood, sweat, and tears and not get to enjoy it. That sounds like an excellent agreement, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And you've kept to it for the entirety of your RV and breathe career. Yes. And I mean, it's also been my home, so kind of <laughs> comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. But I've been renovating on the road, which I don't know who does that. It's honestly kind of insane. People shouldn't do that. <laughs> Why? What makes it so insane? Because first of all, you don't have an address to get things shipped to you. Okay. So you have to plan things out like, okay, well, where am I going to be in a few days? And, you know, I don't have a ton of tools with me. It's been mm-hmm. in Portland, which I now picked up, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm borrowing things or I'm using different materials like flooring. I didn't have a saw, so I had to get this grip strip flooring mm-hmm. where I don't need to cut it with a saw. I can mm-hmm. cut it with an exacto or a box mm-hmm. cutter. There's been no time to really do, you know, vision boarding. I take one little image of inspiration and that sends me on my way. If I get my Pinterest brain on, it would take me six months to do these because I love so many things, right? Mm -mm -mm. So I can't think too hard about it. Otherwise, it just slows me down. Wow. What's your current project or what's your current adventure vehicle? Georgie Boy is an upgrade. It's a 1998. I got a TV and a full shower and a fold-out couch. I got four beds. I can actually walk around my bed, which is amazing. Bedside tables, true closet space. It's just, I didn't know what I was missing. Cue Asia. Asia sounds. Georgie Boy's your third. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And Georgie, I got five days in, which allowed me to do some painting and half the flooring and be able to get it on the road. Mm-hmm. So Georgie, I took my adventure first and not at the end. Okay. So, so now I got to I got to do some work, Rach. I've been okay. playing a little bit too much and it's time oh, to Oh, you changed up the get, order of operations, I see. Yeah, I got to get my head in the game. It's time. Okay. Is there an end goal here? Are you in your passion? Is this it? I mean, you've been in a lot of different trades. I think you even coined yourself as Jill of all trades, right? Yeah. So this seems to be some kind of combination of all of these things. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like I'd like to thank COVID for helping put my life's puzzle kind of together. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. I know a lot of people's lives fell apart and, and mine did too mm. for a time. And then I was able to kind of figure it out, but I fought for it because of the difficult space that I was in. I had to choose happiness and choose the things that I love. And doing this really kind of opened up my eyes because mm. it is my passion. I've known that you know, interior design work has been my passion. Since I was 12, I've been rearranging my room and I love working with textures and colors and different materials and all of the jobs that I've had. Everything is a growing experience and a learning experience, but I've never been able to have the creative control, right? I'm always working for someone else who Mm. is going to change your hard work at the last minute, you know, to be able to have the creative freedom, mm. now financial freedom. Mm. I'm not a slave to making someone else successful anymore. I'm not doing custom work. I'm just doing what I feel inside of my bones. Mm. And if you like it, great, buy it. If you don't, someone else will. Um, <laughs> I mean, I get super OCD with it myself because I love this work so much, but I get freedom. And that is the only thing I've ever wanted. And you close up part of your, your soul if you're feeling trapped, right? Yeah, in the shadows, um, for sure. Yeah, and you're not able to truly express yourself. And this mm. is just, there's been so much weight lifted off my shoulders. Mm. Um, it's a really beautiful feeling. Levity, bitch, I, levity. That's so good. Yeah, I feel really blessed. I feel mm. really, really, really lucky. I definitely count my blessings every day. Mm. Do you have any advice for people that are in that space that you're describing, like in the shackles and having a hard time, like pursuing their happiness? Do you have any words of wisdom or advice? Well, I know that fear gets in our way. It's truly the fear that holds us back, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I remember you um, back in (laughs) 2015 doing your super sexy jam mm. and you're like, but Bria, it's actually really easy. You can, you can <laughs> actually do this. And in my mind, I was like, it's ludicrous, Rachel. No, they can't really do mm. that. How do you survive? But mm. there's this energy that follows you around when you like really listen to it, mm. listening to these callings, these lessons, and you just start to kind of let go and start pursuing your passion and the things that you love. Mm. And so, you know, you got to take some baby steps. Or rip the freaking Band-Aid off. That works well for me, you know, because you're forced to get your head in the game and make these changes so that you can be happy. Mm. Um, But with this life specifically, anybody that wants to do RV life, well, you have to be very flexible and malleable like a son of a gun because Mm. your environment's always changing. Mm -hmm. And if you struggle with any OCD, listen... These rigs get dirty in a second. Mm. (laughs) You're moving all the time. They're small spaces. You just got to be prepared that things get kind of chaotic here and there. Mm. Mm -hmm. But there is so much reward in it because Mm. you get to see the world. You get to have freedom. You get to connect, you know, in whatever way that looks like for you. If you're connecting with nature, if you're connecting with old friends, if you're getting your hands dirty and putting to work and being productive in that way and bringing creativity to your life. Anybody can do it, honestly. Just got to do it. A little bit of independence, a little bit of courage. Mm. And you got this. Damn, bitch. Damn. Look at you. I mean, you know. you, (laughs) Dude, you know. I feel like the freedom is huge, you know, and I I think that speaks very much to 
the lifestyle that I've chosen as well. Like once you tasted that freedom and that financial independence, I kind of went on the other pendulum and like have tried to live life without money and been able to and still have had that freedom. Now I'm getting back into the expense world. And so it's a really hard integration. You know what I find to be pretty exceptional is that we planned to have this call like sometime after the 26th and we landed on Friday, which is today, the 30th. And I didn't realize this until like two days ago. This marks the day that I left for my bicycle trip cross country 10 years ago. This is my 10 year anniversary, which was my major like transformation and my major like beginning, like leap into the unknown of like, yeah, what I love and what I'm passionate about and pursuit of that happiness and that joy. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've really enjoyed listening to you share kind of your experience and that freedom is just, it's priceless. It really is. There is nothing better than that. You know, again, it's like you get to travel, you get to connect with old friends, you get to do the creative work that you're passionate about. You get to live simply. Okay. So I just moved out of my three bedroom house in Portland. In November, before I hit the road, it was nearly impossible for me to detach from that house Mm. and all the things that I had, right? It was so hard. And I was just there the other day and I'm looking at everything. I'm like, Mm. this is all junk, Mm. junk. I am not attached to any of this anymore because once you start living small and simple, you recognize, you know, you don't need that much. Mm-hmm. to be really happy. Mm. It's just the basics. And I think we're just consumers. We feel like we need to have all these things and yeah. um, and you really don't. And it felt so good to purge all of that. I mean, I put half of my house out on my sidewalk and the entire city of Portland came and scooped it all up. It was <laughs> beautiful. Mm-hmm. They took a huge load off my plate. Simple things, you know, a tiny home on wheels, your dog, your friends, mother nature. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Wow. And now that we're kind of in the same flow, like now I get the Rachel world, I feel like there is an epic adventure uh, waiting to happen for us. I'm down. You know, what's next for you? Yeah, I'm hoping that number four is an Airstream. I need to sell the Prius off. She's been so good to me for the last 12 years, but I need to get a truck that has a high towing capacity. So now I can start, you know, being more flexible. Airstreams are where it's at, but on a bigger picture, on a bigger scale, you know, I've always had these dreams for over 10 years to have this retreat center event space kind of uh, intentional living land where you can have music and the yurts and the the glamp life and, Mm -hmm. you know, which is out there, right? But now the goal is to infuse the RV park with it. So something pretty spectacular and something very special that you've Mm -hmm. never seen Mm -hmm. before. I've got a handful of people interested and wanting to get involved, but it would be not just one RV at a time. We'd bring in a fleet Mm -hmm. on this property and start flipping them, but also renting them out. So you can bring in your own RV. You can also just Airbnb one of these. And you can Mm -hmm. also, it's like love it or list it kind of thing. Like if you love it, you're spending the weekend in it Mm -hmm. on this beautiful property that has all these experiences. Mm -hmm. If you want to take it off the lot, all right, here's a sticker price. Take it off the lot. Um, You know, something a little different. So those are things that are in the works. And I have a great group of 
quote unquote partners right now that are in line for the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's ultimately, I mean, that's my dream. Okay. Well, here's to your dream coming true. You're moving in that direction. Super, super excited for you, bitch. I really am. I love so much of what you're doing and what you're sharing on the RV and breathe and only want to support all the things that you do all the time. So thanks sister. You too. Well, (laughs) anything else you'd like to share with any of your listeners, followers, or just new people that are getting to hear your story for the first time? Ooh, Well, I hope you continue to enjoy the, you know, before and afters. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that any of my RVs are open for an adventure. So if anybody out there is like, hey, I want a little taste of this, hit me up. I am so happy to share the love. And it's why I bought these adventure rigs is to go adventure. Just let's go hit the road and have some fun. Um, Okay. So be it. Space Cord. Space Cord. Bitch is an acronym for Beautiful, Intelligent, Talented, Charming, Honorable. Rachel regularly uses bitch in many ways, shapes, and forms as a way to empower people to transmute its energetic charge. This acronym, bitch, was introduced to Rachel in 2013 by the late bitch queen, Kathleen. All praise and honor to Kathleen for sharing her wisdom. After all, we's dumb.